Hello, this is Mark Brown for Beyond the Room at the Rough Sleeping Initiative funded Psychologically Informed Environments Conference 2019, better known by its short hashtag title, YPI. Pi means Psychologically Informed Environments. We're talking about homelessness today and I'm here with... I'm Pat McArdle from the Mayday Trust. Now Pat's got a presentation to give later on today, so I've caught her while her powder is still dry... Um, What is it you're going to be talking about? So today I'm going to be talking about uh, Mayday's last eight years and what we've learned, particularly in relation to psychologically informed environments. And there's two things that um, our experience has shown us. First of all, that you can't really deliver psychologically informed environments if there isn't a psychologically informed system. So the system, when people become homeless, is not psychologically informed. Often what we've discovered is that it's anxiety-inducing. It can be institutionalising. So the second thing really is to look at actually what damage, what psychological damage the actual system does to people as they become homeless and when they're rough sleeping. So I... The question I've been asking people a lot today is, is, like, the idea of a psychologically informed environment seems kind of quite easy to grasp, but every time you try and grab onto it, it kind of, like, floats away like smoke a bit if you've never experienced it. So what does psychologically informed environment mean um, around people being homeless and rough sleeping? So what we discovered at May Day was that when we walked alongside people and actually lived in their shoes for a little while was the experience that they had in the current system and the, the, the challenges was three things. One is that you continually focus on somebody's weakness. So focusing on their problems and what's wrong with them. And yet all of the research out there says if you focus on someone's weaknesses, then they'll never really ever get anywhere. The change that they sustain will only ever be temporary and it'll only be marginal. And yet the whole system in homelessness is set up to look at people and their problems, their mental health, their drug use, instead of actually looking at the whole person and what they bring to the table, what their skills are, what... what capacity they have themselves to get out of homelessness and that's often ignored Um, there's things like what we say is the art of fixing where we focus continually on trying to fix people's problems so we continually in the system refer people to say drug rehab and yet drugs can be their only coping mechanism to get through a night on the street But what happens is the person then internalises their inability to give up drugs as their failure. So they continually swallow these self-defeating beliefs about themselves when actually it's the system saying, we think you need to give up drugs because you've got a problem with it, we'll send you away and you have got to achieve this. And people are never, ever going to give up something that's keeping them alive. So those are just sort of some examples of what we see as system failures and the psychological damage that this does to people and actually prevents them 
and creates a huge psychological gap to people moving into their own place and, and getting back into their communities. It sounds to me like there's, there's a lot of heart and soul to this approach. Does that, does that feel right? I've been working with people who've experienced homelessness. I've met some of the most inspiring, wonderful people for over 35 years. And in the last eight years, I think what I've uncovered is that uh, us as organisations, people working within the system, are part of the problem. And it's very hard once you've seen that to unsee it. And actually what you go on to do is, is learn the extent of damage that we, in total naivety and, and best intention, are doing to people who need us most. Thank you, that was brilliant.